there's only one thing more cursed than the nine of diamonds in Scotland. It's the Two Guys Talking Podcast on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Scams are one of the most dangerous threats today, especially when it comes to our elders. As the number of victims and money taken continues to skyrocket, realize that there is hope. ScammerCast is your frontline battlefield for getting educated on the most recent scams, but also how to defend against them. Join us as we detail the processes, the traps, and the solutions to help us all hammer the scammers! Hammer the scammers. It's time for the ScammerCast. Here are your hosts, Curtis Bailey and Art Baines. Hi everyone, this is Curtis Bailey, elder law attorney in Shiloh, Illinois. And this is Art Maines, licensed clinical social worker and author of Scammed, Three Steps to Help Your Elder Parents and Yourself. We're so excited that you joined us for this uh, episode. And uh, Art, in the, in the previous episode, we talked uh, a lot about the three R's, recognize, respond, and reach out, right? We sure did, yeah. We wanted to give people that basic framework for how to think about prevention, especially this time of year as we're heading into the holiday time. Right, and so the very first R is to recognize, and we're going to dive deep on that today, aren't we? We are, yeah. We're going to build in your ability to recognize scams that are particularly particularly out there at this holiday time of year. You know, we're heading toward Christmas and Hanukkah and all the end of the year holidays. And so the scammers know this and they're out there trying to get their share of everybody's money. And this is really a uh, scammer clause comes to town. Right? That's right. That's right. I, I did this blog post recently. You better not pout. You better not cry. You better watch out. I'm telling you why scammer clause is coming to town. <laughs> and he has uh, eight particularly nasty evil reindeer, right? He really does. Those are some nasty little critters that are <laughs> out there sponsored by midwest trust company so let's talk we're going to talk uh in this segment about uh four very common uh scams that uh, occur during the holidays and so let's start with the first one the reindeer named sneaky for this yeah one, right? th- this is definitely sneaky the reindeer is doing here and that is gift cards bogus gift cards so the way this works is crooks can steal the codes from the backs of cards like when you see them at the store or whatever right and then enter them at the store's website to make online purchases not many people knew this and when the person who receives the gift card tries to use it they find that the money is gone well how, how does that happen how, how does the scammer actually get the money off of the card they go online ah. they go online use it to make a purchase the gift card is empty the person who actually receives the gift doesn't know it until they go to use it for themselves. And instead of getting some shiny new iPad or whatever that gift card might have brought, they get an ugly lump of reindeer dung. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And you know, I, I also read an instance that occurred the other day. An individual went to the store to, to buy a gift card and noticed that the PIN number that's on the back of the card had been scratched out. Now, what's, that's right. what, what's the story on this? Well, that that's one of the dead giveaways for this kind of thing, is when you see that coating ripped off or scraped off the back of the card, exposing that number, then that says somebody's been tampering with that card, and it's probably mm-hmm. going to be empty if you give it as a gift. But a lot of people don't even take the time to look at those cards. Sure. They just figure they're on the rack, 
I'm going to buy it. Sure, sure. So so the important takeaway here is check the card out, right? Really exactly. really look at it and make sure it hasn't been tampered with. And also make sure that you buy it directly from the store itself, not on one of those racks that are out there in the middle of things, but someplace that's secure. More and more stores are starting to put their gift cards behind the cashier's desk to keep this from happening because the scammers are pretty devious, you know, and Sneaky the Reindeer is out there teaching people, here's how you rip them off. Absolutely, absolutely. A couple other tips uh, for our audience. Uh, it's really important to treat these gift cards just like they're cash. Boy, that is for sure. You, you have to treat them like cash and make sure that they are locked up and secure. If you have some around your house and you have a house cleaner or a home repair person coming in, this is especially true for our senior listeners and those who care about them because... I've seen them just lying around on people's desks or on their kitchen table, and they're just so easy to steal that way. Absolutely. So you got to think about that, no too. And, and the other thing is that some retailers will actually allow you to register that gift card after you've received it. Yes, exactly. I got a gift card a couple of years ago, and I had to go online and register it with the retailer, and that way they know it's connected to me. That's the bogus gift card scam that always occurs around the holidays, or it's really prevalent around the holidays because everybody loves getting gift cards. And frankly, a, a lot of uh, people like to just buy gift cards, right? Yeah, one size fits all. Right. Who doesn't love that? Right. So so let's banish Sneaky then. Right, and get out of here, Sneaky. And move on to the next one. And this scam is being pulled by the evil reindeer thief. Exactly. This is Thief the Reindeer. It is really important right now, and that is a data breach. Last year, I got caught in the Target data breach, you know, and right. this year, earlier, my credit union sent me a new card again because of the problem at Home Depot. Right. And then just the other day, I got a notice from my credit card company saying my card had been breached one more time. So that's three times now in less than a year. I heard uh, saying the other day that there are now three certainties in life, death, taxes, and a data breach. I believe that. <laughs> so, that's for sure. Unfortunately, um, it's true. It, very true. Our family was caught in the same two data breaches, the Target and the Home Depot. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it becomes so commonplace now for, for major retailers to have their system hacked into. And there's really not much that any individual can do about it. I mean, you can't get into the computer system for some big retailer and do anything about it. So you have to think defensively about it and be very aware. Again, recognize, pulling in that first R of scam prevention, right. recognizing what you can do which is also the responding part, all right? So one of the things you can do is be sure that you always use a credit card rather than a debit card, because you have more protections with a credit card. I was just gonna ask, why is that important? Because a debit card acts like an electronic check. The money comes right out of the person's account the minute the transaction's completed. So right. it can be really a hassle if someone gets a hold of your debit card number, because they can clean out your account, and in some cases, someone's savings account can be connected to their checking account, the scammer could come in and clean that out as well. Right, and there just simply aren't the protections that there are when you're dealing with un unauthorized charges on a credit card. Exactly, right? I mean, in the most recent credit card problem that I had, I'm not being held liable for any of them. And the, the scammers apparently sold the card to somebody and they were using it to buy stuff for like gaming and they ordered pizza and all this stuff. And I thought, well, Hell, I didn't get to enjoy any of the pizzas, so. Right, right. Well, I tell you what, I think I think uh, what I'm taking away from, from our conversation here is that it is so important for people to stay informed. Uh, and also, if you're a caregiver, to, to make, make sure you're monitoring the situation of the senior in your life. And there are several tools that can be used 
for that monitoring. Yeah, one of the most important things that you can do is to be sure you check the accounts regularly for small or unknown charges. A lot of times the scammers will use a test charge to see if the number is a good one. After the target breach last year, they said the most common charge that was showing up on people's accounts as a test charge was $9.84. <laughs> now, how they came up with that number, I'll right. never know. Well, you know, and so many people just would ignore that kind of charge or even not look. Right, because they might think, oh, I stopped at the local convenience store and got a soda or something like that, or right, just stopped right. and picked something up at the grocery store. Wouldn't even think about it. Right. Okay, so that's... <laughs> That banishes the evil reindeer thief. Yeah, let's get rid of the thief. He's okay. out of here. Okay, all right. Moving on, the third most common scam that occurs during the holidays, and this one is pulled by the evil reindeer stealer. The bogus refund? Yes, you know, there's a lot of uh, refunds. People buy stuff and they say, oh, I don't really like it, or it's the wrong size or whatever. And so what will happen is you'll get a notice, often via email, that there's a refund coming your way for something you just bought. Uh, everybody's pretty excited well, yeah, about that. You're not going to get some money back. That's a good thing. The problem is they're false. It's a big ripoff because they're out there thinking, oh, you've bought all this stuff. You have no idea what you might be getting a refund for. And some companies will even refund the difference between when you ordered the item and if the price went down. So they sort of hide behind this fog of activity and right. so much going on. But what happens is if you click on this phony refund, it will either try to steal your credit card, your identity in other forms, or it will take you someplace that will put bad stuff into your computer, what they call malware. Sure. So there's a sure. lot of different ways that they just get you with this offer of some sort of refund, which is a big scam. Sure. And really the important takeaway for our listeners is that they should never, ever, ever open an email that they don't know the source of, right? That's exactly right. That's one of those important takeaway messages for everybody. If you get an email that comes in that says there's a problem with your account or you do a refund or whatever it is that looks for your information, whether it's your name, date of birth, address, credit card number, whatever, don't click on it. Delete the email. And if you're not sure, use the third R, right. which is reach out to check it out. That's right. That's right. You know, and we're going to talk extensively about uh, emails and, and phishing schemes and scams uh, in future episodes. So we're really going to dive deep on that yeah, topic. Yeah, we right? really are, because that's an important area to talk about. All right. So that banishes the evil reindeer thief. And moving on to our fourth most common scam, we have uh, named the reindeer Steve Martin, a robocall. This great recording of a scammer who actually called you up. Do you want to play that for people? Yeah, and, and uh, while I'm pulling that up here, why don't you tell uh, the audience just what a robocall is? Well, these are those annoying calls that a computer generates that they call it a robocall because it's like a robot calling you. It's not a real person, it's just this canned voice. But you know, they can sound very convincing. And there's a ton of these out there. It can come from your bank. It can come from the Postal Service or seem to come from these things. Right. And it's all about it sounds official. It True. sounds uh, like an authority is calling you. So it's going to get your attention. But it's really just designed to rip you off. So I, I found the call. I just received this call on my cell phone from a phone number, 559 Four seven nine five five seven zero. Note that number because right. that's a scam number. It absolutely is. As I did some research uh, after I listened to the message, I found that this uh, call had been uh, coming, uh, you know, more more frequently. And you'll see 
from the call why we've named the evil reindeer Steve Martin. So let me just play that for you right now. Hi, this message is intended to contact you. My name is Steve Martin, and I'm calling regarding enforcement actions executed by U.S. Treasury intending your serious attention. Ignoring this will be an intentional second attempt to avoid initial appearance before a magistrate judge or a grand jury for a federal criminal offense. My number is 559-479-5570. Again, 559-479-5570. I advise you to cooperate with us and help us to help you. Thanks. St. Louis? No, Maven Johnson. Oh, do you want to lift the St. Louis? Oh! Okay, thanks. What a great guy. Just out to try to help you. He yeah. advises you to cooperate with him. Absolutely. And now you know why we named the uh, reindeer Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, because he's bringing a Christmas scam for you. <laughs> and, you know, since he gave me his phone number twice, I figure that that's okay. Permission to spread it around uh, to our uh, listeners, yeah, right? Yeah, I'd encourage everybody to give good old Steve a call and tell him just what they think of him. Actually, if you uh, run a search on the Internet of that phone number, you will see all of the people who have reported that scam. And there are a lot of them, aren't there? There are. There were a number of pages. And you know, Art, perhaps the most interesting part of this is uh, I received this on my cell phone, number one. And number two, I'm an attorney. This is not the kind of scam that everybody can ignore because it can happen to anybody it really does i mean it it, i get scam calls like this from time to time and a lot of the elders that i talk to when i give my speeches say the same thing i was just giving a a speech actually in a, a college classroom and this woman said she got a call and they said it was about a charity donation for the firefighters or something right and they actually threatened that if she didn't donate that maybe the fireman wouldn't come to her house if it caught on fire. No isn't that incredible? Wow. Yeah, isn't that incredible? That's just outrageous. It is outrageous. <laughs> and, and she and she was so funny because she said, well, uh, you know, I don't really have to donate to the firefighters because I pay my taxes <laughs> and therefore they're supposed to come out to my home. Well, that's fantastic. She was quick. She was quick. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I love well, that. You, you know, you and I were talking before we uh, got in here today that Yesterday, I received no less than six calls. No messages were left. And when I uh, ran a search on those numbers on the internet, I found that every single one of them were scam numbers. Yeah. And we're going to see more and more of that as we go forward, especially going through the holidays. One thing that we'll talk about maybe in another episode is all the charity scams. Uh, No doubt. Uh, There are so many of those. And it's really, really a shame because there are so many legitimate good charities out there doing work. And then they have to put up with charities that aren't fulfilling their mission, right? There's just a, a lot of sound-alike charities. In fact, I think, isn't that our next reindeer? I do believe that it is. And so, uh, folks, at this point, we have to take a break for an important message, but we'll be right back at ScammerCast.com. It's time to take a break during this episode of the ScammerCast. Have you liked our effort on Facebook? Visit the link via our website at scammercast.com and be sure to share any of our informative articles with your friends and family. It's all about education and protecting our seniors. We'll be right back. A recent study found that most older adults fear running out of money during their retirement years, even more than their fear of death. A trust can be an effective way to manage and protect your assets while you're alive. Now, many folks believe that trusts are only for rich people. They are not. Midwest Trust Company of Missouri, located in Clayton, Missouri, offers professional trust management for clients all across the country. 
Using Midwest Trust is a great way to know that someone with experience and integrity will manage your wealth objectively. Naming Midwest Trust can provide you with peace of mind in knowing that you or your parents will not be exploited financially and lose all of the assets acquired during a lifetime of hard work. Midwest Trust will even work with you or your parents' own financial advisor. Don't let fear of running out of money drive your life. Contact Midwest Trust Company today by visiting the link to their website at scammercast.com. The Discipline to Grow the strength of experience, the ability to adapt. Values that endure. Midwest Trust. Wouldn't it be cool if your advertising could last forever? It can with perpetual advertising. Here's how it works. Unlike TV or radio ads, where every instance the ads are broadcast, they're only played once and lost forever. Perpetual advertising can have repeat exposure and replayability weeks, months, and even years after they're inserted in a podcast. So even if a podcast is a few years old, your ads will still be impactful to repeat listeners as well as new listeners. This gives your advertising dollar the most bang for the buck. Find out more about perpetual advertising at twoguystalking.com forward slash sponsors. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows has just been released. And it's time for the two guys talking Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows book report. Join Brian and Amy Sumatros as they give you the two guys talking book report goodness of this most recent soon to be bestseller book only on the two guys talking podcast. Log on today and tell us what you think of the book. Check out www.twoguystalking.com. That's the number two guys Thanks for listening and keep those wands at the ready. Greetings from behind the walls of the Castle of Common Sense. When I'm not driving righteous indignation down the throats of other common peasants, I listen to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Welcome back to ScammerCast, your headquarters for the education and prevention of scams against our elders. Let's dig back in with your hosts, Curtis Bailey and Art Maines. Welcome back to ScammerCast.com. We're here today talking about Claus is coming to town with his eight nasty reindeer. Absolutely. And we've covered the first four, which were uh, Sneaky Thief Stealer and Steve Martin. Good right? old Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah we'll wasn't, wasn't that a great one? Yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on, we want to talk about the next frequent scam during the holiday. And this is a particularly devious one, I think. And this one, we've assigned the name Nasty to the reindeer. Yeah, this is really nasty. And and this is a topic that I cover a lot in the speeches that I give around the area and around the country. This is the bogus charity. Because, you know, a lot of seniors really want to donate to charities all year long, but especially this time of year, because who doesn't want to help Poor people have a better Christmas or help the homeless or whatever the situation, even animals. Right. Yeah, and unfortunately, this is one of those instances uh, where no good deed goes unpunished, right? Well, sadly, that's true. And not too long ago, there was a report that came out from the Tampa Bay Times and the Center for Investigative Reporting about some of these sketchy charities. Right. And the ones that especially will call you over the phone. That's, That's especially bad. 
And so what they found is they, they came up with a list of America's 50 worst charities. And we'll be sure to put a link to that on our webpage at scammercast.com. Right. But these are sound-alike charities that sound like they're such good organizations who are really doing good things for people. But the truth is 80 to 90% of the donations go to the telemarketing firm's profits and not to the cause that they seem to be collecting for. Wow, that's an incredible number, isn't it? In fact, I I read one the other day, and uh, it'll be in the list that we post in the show notes, but there's actually a charity out there that only devotes 1% of all the money they collect to the actual cause that they're representing. Now, that's disgusting, isn't it? It really is. Somebody's getting rich off of this stuff and and really abusing people's good nature who are trying to help make the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. and um, we're going to devote an entire episode in the future on this topic of fake charities. Yep, we sure are. That the banish is the evil reindeer nasty. All right, Art, we're ready to move on. Our list here of the uh, most common scams that occurred during the holidays or... Yep, Scamaclaws is coming to town. Coming to town with bells on. That's right, and all of his nasty little reindeer. <laughs> all right, the next one uh, is pulled by that uh, evil reindeer named Sly. George! Bogus online stores. Or, what are, what, yeah, what are those all about? This is really clever. You know, there's no end to the scammer's ingenuity here. Right. And so what happens here is scammers create a phony retail site where you can buy something you'll never actually receive. What you may get, however, and probably will get, <laughs> is a big credit card bill for the phony item. Sure. And maybe for that TV the scammer bought with your card. Right. So what do you do? You make sure the only shop online through retailers that you know and those that you are sure are legitimate and you got to watch for some of the clever tricks that they do there are these weird things in the world of online stuff right. where they'll change the the spelling of the store just a little bit to impersonate somebody so it might be we'll say they'll add an s or they'll drop a letter or something and right. if you don't look carefully it'll look like a legitimate retailer's website but it's not. Sure, sure. You know, uh, a good piece of advice here, I think, is if you have any questions about the legitimacy of a retailer or a store, check the Better Business Bureau, right? Absolutely. They, ma- they maintain databases full of information. They do. And it's a really good organization that does a lot of great work. I'm a huge fan of the Better Business Bureau. And so just watch out where you're buying. Another thing to watch for is when you go to put in your credit card information, and you are using your credit card, right? Don't I've, use a debit card online. I was just going to say, this is, this is uh, an instance where you have to use your credit card, not your debit card. Right, right. right. Because, you know, we've talked about that data breach problem. So when you do that, make sure that the website address has HTTPS in the initial opening. And and why is that important? Because it it normally used to be HTTP, right? Well, it is still for a lot of things. But for anything where there's money involved or personal information, it's supposed to be HTTPS for secure. Okay. All right. So well, there's a higher level of security given to those sites. Not sure. a guarantee, right? but there is a higher level of security given to those sites where money is involved. Are there any other tools that we can give our listeners when they're looking at a website and they don't know whether it's legit or not? Yes, for sure. One thing you can see in the frame around the window is a little padlock. Sometimes it's yellow, sometimes it's green and up in the actual address bar, but you want to see the little padlock that's there. You can also see emblems on the website that say VeriSign secured or 128-bit encryption. There's all these different technical terms that show that the website is secure. Now, those can be spoofed, so you got to be careful. And again, always use your credit card so that if you do get a fraudulent charge, 
it's not going to go against you. You won't be responsible for it. But if you shop at legitimate online retailers, you have a higher level of safety. Not perfect, right. but a higher level of safety. All right. So moving on our list, uh, we're up to number seven. The uh, lucky number seven evil reindeer we've named Wiley. Yeah, and, yeah. and this is um, something that a reindeer would probably be involved in, and that is a fake shipping notification. Oh, yeah. There's tons of these this time of year, and really all during the year. I talk about this in, in a lot of my speeches. Uh, and there's that old song, Wait a Minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, remember <laughs> I that? remember. Absolutely. Yeah, we're dating ourselves there, aren't uh, we? I think so. Yeah. So <laughs> what happens with this is you'll get an email or a phone call claiming to be from the Postal Service or one of the big shipping companies like UPS or FedEx. But sometimes it'll even be some local-sounding company, like Fred and Chico's Delivery Service or something. <laughs> right. And they'll say, oh, we've got a package we need to deliver to you, but there's postage due on it, or there's some sort of fee connected to it, or... A different twist might be, we need to verify your address, your date of birth, and your social security number. Well, that's should say the, uh, the, uh, the scam uh, detector should be going off right oh, there, right? going like crazy. So what they'll say, they'll try to get your information or your money by telling you that they've got this package to deliver for you. Or sometimes it will be one of those express envelopes to even add more urgency to it. Okay. So that's something that an evil reindeer would be definitely involved in, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Delivering yeah. those phony packages and things? You bet. Right. Okay. So the takeaway for our audience, I think, here is to, to be skeptical when you receive those kinds of emails, right? Especially this time of year. Right. Anything like that. Remember, we've talked before about if they're choosing you, that's a problem. That's right. And there's always a legitimate 1-800 number that you can contact or just go to your local post office or branch office of UPS or FedEx, right? Exactly. And remember, reach out to check it out. If you get one of these delivery notices from some unknown delivery company, check it out online or have somebody that you know check it out for you if you don't do stuff on the computer. Very good. Very good. All right. Our last scam of the holidays here is, uh, is uh, being shepherded by the evil reindeer named Tricky. Something that we've termed Black Friday style. and Yes, this is the good old device of urgency. This is where they try to get you to think fast, take action, and end up getting scammed. You know, there's always an emotional mm -hmm. component to this stuff, and there's always some sort of trickery involved. So they're trying to get you to hurry up and do things really without thinking. Right. Just click the link or just return the phone call or whatever it is. And when you do that, you're going to end up in a world of hurt. It's one of those instances where if it sounds or looks too good to be true, it most likely is. It definitely is. And, you know, they say that's just common sense. The sad thing is common sense isn't always common practice. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. We see it every day. And it's, uh, it's sad when people are hooked by these criminals. And they really are criminals that are perpetuating all of these different scams. They really are. And that's a big part of why we're here at scammercast.com. So remember, if they're coming at you with a, an offer for some great deal, but you have to do it right now because it's going to expire, don't fall for it. It's that sense of urgency that can trip people up. It's that, oh my God, I have to do it now or I'm going to miss out kind of thing, which is at the heart of a lot of scams. And, and that's such a powerful emotion, isn't it? Well, it is because yeah. it's rooted in fear and scarcity and, oh my God, I have to do it now. Yeah, I'm going to lose out on this wonderful deal and I'll never have the opportunity ever, ever again. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right. Uh, well, folks, we've reached the end of this episode. We invite you to visit our website at scammercast.com. We also encourage you to uh, interact with us at the website. Yeah, tell us your story. Tell us what kinds of scams you've seen in your area so that we can spread the word to others all around the world. 
Thanks for listening. So until next time, this is Curtis Bailey. Remember, never let yourself be chosen. Always do the choosing. And this is Art Mange, your co-host for ScammerCast.com. Keep yourself informed, help your elders, and hammer the scammers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the ScammerCast, your headquarters for education and protection of our elderly from scams worldwide. Be sure to visit us at ScammerCast.com, where you can send us your stories and tips, as well as send us your feedback, visit our Facebook presence, and more. Thank you for listening to this episode, and until next time, hammer the scammers. The information we share in this podcast is meant for informational and educational purposes only and should never substitute for appropriate legal, financial, or medical advice from qualified professionals. Always consult with an attorney, physician, or financial professional for the correct advice for your particular situation.